what is going on, motherfuckers? Thank you for being here. Patreon.com slash OTWD for unreleased episodes, exclusive episodes, episodes that will never be released to the public. Uh, you can go there and $5 a month will get you access to all of that. If you are so interested, inclined while you're at it, you can follow this podcast on Instagram at, uh, fuck. I'm in Mr. Hoover mode. Um, what's the motherfucking Instagram, uh, OTWD podcast. I wear a lot of hats. I'm matter of fact, I'm wearing one right now. It's a mighty ducks hat, but I don't watch hockey. I couldn't tell you one hockey player. I mean, Wayne Gretzky, that's about it. And then Charlie Conway from, from the mighty ducks. Um, I've had a lot of coffee. This morning, and also I'm drinking an energy drink, um, so feeling a wee bit jittery, but I like it. That's what I like about it. If I don't feel jittery, I, I don't feel alive. Uh, but yeah, I was saying I wear a lot of hats. I've been in music mode. Um, we'll talk about that later. So, uh, yes, follow this podcast on Instagram at OTWD Podcast. Follow my personal Instagram and Twitter at GVDZOKS. On the way down.net will take you to the YouTube page. If you would subscribe to that, that would be tight. And last but not least, if you would be so kind as to rate and review this podcast on iTunes, it would help tremendously in the rankings, the algorithms, all the internet shit. Um, and I believe that's all. That that's all the business. Um, I'm gonna be in on the Big Island, not in the Big Island, on the Big Island. Unless I die on the Big Island, then they'll bury me there, and I will be, in fact, in the Big Island. Which is, it's uh, let, let's be honest, that's always a possibility, especially given the motherfuckers I be traveling with. Um, I will be on the Big Island, performing with my friends Leilani Wolfgram and Swells OC. We play in Hilo on uh, March 12th. I'm leaving. What is today? Where am I? fuck's going on here um it's march 2nd right now as of this recording and i'm leaving on the 5th so i will be in hawaii for a little bit of time a little bit of time i think i i leave the 5th and i think i come back the 15th so i'll be there uh, for a chunk of time we got a dope airbnb we got a vehicle we got plans lots of shit on the schedule and uh i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to it uh, but I'm also going to miss my pit bull. That's where I'm at in life. And also my family. But mostly, mostly my pit bull. I really wish I could bring my pit bull with me. Because that motherfucker love the beach, boy. That motherfucker love the beach. Uh, speaking of my pit bull, I've had him for almost two years this month. I think we got him on the 8th of March. We rescued him. And actually, I've been going through all of my old Instagram stories. It's some shit I've wanted to do for a long time. I've wanted to um, go back through the archives. Because a motherfucker kind of kill it on the Instagrams. You know what I mean? A motherfucker kind of kill it on the Instagrams. So I've wanted to... I don't know if you know you could do this. But uh, if you if you post stories on Instagram, you it saves it all for you. Which is horrifying. But also really tight. Um, if you go to your archives, you can go and it'll like pull up a calendar and it'll show like all your stories on each day, like from the beginning. And then you could, uh, you could rewatch them and then add them to a highlight, which will essentially post them on your, your homepage, your Instagram page. You could like categorize them if you want, or you could just put them all in, in one big folder. I've been kind of doing a mixture of both. Anyway, again, at GVDZOKS, if you want to if you want to see what the fuck I'm referring to. But the whole point of that was 
in going through my old Instagram story posts, story posts, my old Instagram stories, uh, I, I was, I was reminded that, oh shit, it's almost two years since we got this big fat dog. And it was so weird. It's so cool, but so weird. It's cool because, I mean, for obvious reasons, but it's weird because there's a video of him in his cage at the pound. Like, I think we had just purchased him and we were walking back to the cage and we were going to meet the handler there and they were going to bring him out. And all of this on, is on video, but it's weird seeing him because I see my dog. But at the time, I just saw a dog. You feel me? Like that, that, does that make sense? It's like at the time I saw a dog I wanted, but now I see my dog. And it was just weird because my dog's usually next to me. If I'm home, he's next to me. He's next to me right now. And it's just weird. It was weird sitting on my couch next to my dog, watching a video of my dog before he was my dog. It was, he was just a dog. It was very meta. You know, I don't know if that's actually meta. I know people throw that term around and I kind of understand it, but I also kind of think it's a fake made up term you know, like gaslighting and shit like that. We didn't need that term, which has been the subject of much contention because I put out a video, coincidentally, on Instagram stories, or maybe it was Instagram reels. Either way, it was on Instagram. And I'm basically saying gaslighting is not a thing and people feel differently, which I could turn around and tell them they're gaslighting me. But people are like, no, gaslighting is when you you believe something and somebody essentially says you're not correct. It's like, I say it's red, you say it's blue. I'm like, isn't that just a disagreement? Like, we can't disagree with each other anymore? What if you're just wrong? I mean, uh, maybe you're right, but what if I think you're wrong? I'm not allowed to tell you I think you're wrong anymore? And then they're like, well, no, it's when you, you know they're right, but you want to make them think they're wrong. And I'm like, okay, well, then that's just manipulation. We, we already had the, we already had a word for it. Why, why, why we need more words? The motherfucking dictionary's not, not thick enough for you? Stop making up words we don't need. Stop making up words we don't need, you fucking... Mm. Uh, anyway, I have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. You know how this goes. If this is your first episode, welcome. And if you've heard other episodes, welcome back. There is a car parked right outside of my house, and I can hear the engine. I don't think you can, but it, it, it's bugging me deeply. I'm deeply affected by it. I begin wild annoyed with people. People who are, are doing nothing that they shouldn't be doing is literally just a dude in a car parked on the street with his engine running. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's, that's the place where cars are supposed to be. But the fact I can hear him and I'm trying to podcast, I'm like, yo, can you, hey, can you go somewhere else? Could you relocate? But no, I'm working on that. I'm, I'm, I'm working on that. That, uh, that anger impulse. Um, I really, if it isn't clear, I really have no outline. I have no notes. I have, n I have no idea what we're going to talk about this episode. Um, so I guess just played the theme song now. The gypsy woman told my mother before I was born, I got a boy charge coming. He's going to be a son of a gun. He's going to make pretty women's jump and shout. Then the world wanna know what this all about. 
Gadzooks is a great name. On the way down means jumping off the cliffs and building your wings on the way down. Right? That's not like some bullshit. You Irish son of a bitch. Like when people are stunned, say yes. like Gadzooks. That's a gateway drug. My third eye open. I like, Gadzooks is not a bad name. I remember why I brought up my pit bull. Because I will be in Hawaii and I said I'd miss him and he likes the beach. And then I was talking about, I went on my Instagram and uh, found videos from the day I adopted him. And we're coming up on the two year anniversary mark. So we kind of consider that his birthday. Cause I don't know, I don't like low key, I don't even know how old this motherfucker is. You know what I mean? Like they, they didn't know for sure. They just like look at his teeth. Which I'm skeptical of. I'm 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 skeptical of just about everything. You look at this motherfucker's teeth and tell me how old he is. Okay, like maybe you can, but I don't know that you can. In fact, I only assume you can because I know I can't. So the fact you told me you can, my brain just accepts it. Like, oh well, he must be able to do that. But I have no idea. Anyway, um, he was two when we got him. Was he two or three? Fuck, see, now I can't remember. I think he was two, and that was two years ago. So, since I'm a genius, I know that makes him four. But I also know he might not have been two, because no one really knows how old he is. Because he came in as a stray, and, um, you know, no one knows. It's weird, like, seeing... It's weird not knowing where he's from and uh, what his life was like. Like, I would love to see a picture of him as a puppy. He's a big part of my life. If you follow me on Instagram, you know this. And also, if you listen to this podcast, I talk about this motherfucker constantly. And not because I'm the traditional person who's obsessed with their animals and it becomes their whole identity. I'm actually not that way at all. It's just because my whole life has been kind of just reduced to walking him several times a day and then sitting next to him on the couch. And then I'm at the studio without him. But like, usually I'm just with him all the time. Like I spend more time with that dog than I do with literally anyone. My family, they're all at school and work and and all that. And it's just me here with him. But anyway, I'll be in Hawaii on his, uh, his adoption anniversary. And I feel kind of bad about that. Like I genuinely feel bad. But then I remember, oh yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't uh, like. He don't. He don't give a fuck. But I do. You know what I mean? I do. So I think before I leave, I leave Saturday for Hawaii. I think on Friday I'm going to take him to the beach, because that's his favorite place. And uh, you know, I'll just let him run around and take a shit in the sand or, you know, whatever his heart desires. And then uh, maybe get them like an In-N-Out burger or something and then take him home just because I won't be here. Like, that's what I would have done on the 8th, but I won't be here. So I'll probably do it on the 4th. And I have a sneaking suspicion that you don't give a shit about any of this. So I'm just talking. I'm literally, I'm talking out loud, as my mom always says. I'm just talking out loud. Like, mom, (laughs) you always talk out loud. Otherwise, it's just thinking. The expression is thinking out loud. I'm just thinking out loud, which really, you're okay, you're just talking. But I know what you mean. So, yeah, happy fucking Freedom Day. Happy, happy Freedom Anniversary to my dog. He gets more attention on my Instagram than I do, which I'm okay with. Um, It's a good day. It's a good day today. I woke up feeling pretty good. I woke up feeling pretty good. 
You know what it is? You know why I feel good? It's because I'm in board shorts. And I'm in board shorts because it's hot outside. And I like when it's hot outside. It's not that I like that it's hot. I like that it's not cold and gloomy and dark and depressing. I enjoy the sunshine a great deal. We've talked about this. This isn't news to you. But it's a very real thing. It's a very, very real thing in my life. And maybe yours. In many people's lives. It's uh, when that sun decides to come back, my brain kind of goes, oh, shit, I forgot. I forgot that this is way better. Like, I knew it was better, but I forgot how much better it is. It's a great deal better. I bought myself a steak this morning at the uh, at the grocery store. Not, not an expensive steak, but I was like, you know, I want a goddamn steak for breakfast. So, yeah, I bought myself a steak, and uh, while I was eating it, um, I, I stumbled on a YouTube page and I've been stuck on this shit for hours and actually not feeling bad about it. You know how that, you know how it goes, right? Like usually when you, when you get stuck on something, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe you're like me, but I get stuck on a lot of shit and I feel guilty not only after, but I feel guilty during because I know it's bringing me no value. I'm hardly entertained. I'm just kind of wasting time, like legitimately just wasting time on purpose and hating myself simultaneously for wasting time. But the shit I found this morning, I got stuck on and I, I'm like, I was, I was thoroughly entertained, not only entertained, but it, it made me feel good. And also like most things that make me feel good. If I focus on it enough, if I try to, I, it could also make me feel bad. I could, I could easily, easily turn it around and make it go dark. So what I found this morning, it was, it's a, uh, it's a YouTube channel and it's a son who shows his dad albums that I'm assuming, you know, his dad wouldn't normally listen to like Mac Miller. Oh, that, that's the one that, that, uh, pulled me in. I saw, um, the two guys, it's just two people sitting side by side with Mac Miller's swimming album in the middle, like on the coffee table or whatever. And then they, uh, they have, uh, it's like a podcast set up. Um, like exactly what I'm staring at right now in front of me. Um, it's the same mic, same headphones and all that. And, uh, the, the kid play, and I say kid, but he's pro, I don't have no idea how old he is. He's probably like 25 or some shit. And his dad is, um, I don't know, forties, mid forties, I would say, if I had to guess, maybe older, maybe a bit younger, but he's like, He's like a hip dad. And at first the the video I saw, the the swimming video, he was in like a like a shirt and tie. So that's kind of what sold. Truthfully, I don't know if I would I would I mean I would have clicked on it because I'm uh, I'm obsessed with Mac Miller and especially with swimming. But um if it was anything else, I don't think I would have clicked on it because then it just looks like two guys listening to Tyler the Creator or whatever. Which I fuck with incredibly. I, I I I fuck with Tyler the Creator, but I'm I'm not like in a rush to watch two guys who kind of dress like me listen to Tyler the Creator because I'm already a guy who dresses like me who listens to Tyler the Creator. You know what I mean? But uh, the fact that the dad was like in a suit and tie and then the kids like in a, a hoodie and a beanie and all that, I was like, hmm, I wonder what he'll think about this. And he liked it a lot. Again, that was the first video I watched. But it didn't take long for me to realize, oh, the dad's a music head. Like the way he listens to music and his reactions and uh, the way he describes what he's hearing, it's very, very apparent. It became apparent quickly. Oh, this motherfucker's a music head. He's a, he's a music nerd. More so than myself. 
Like I nerd the fuck out on on what I nerd out about, but I've always described I, I would love to be a musician, but I'm not really a musician. Like I love music and I can break down lyrics. I really only hear lyrics all the time. That's what every song is to me. It's vibe and then the lyrics. Like all of the music, which is which is I don't mean to like reduce everyone's contribution to music, especially since I'm in a band. I don't mean to reduce everyone's contribution to just a vibe, but that's really all music is for me in terms of the instruments and uh, the uh, the arrangements and the compositions and, and all, all those words. It really just comes down to, oh, all those sounds combined make me feel this way. Let's talk about it. And then that's how songs get written in, in my world. And so that's kind of how I listen to other songs too. It's tight hearing the beginning of a song and thinking, like I always think I know exactly where it's going to go in terms of content, in terms of lyrical content, based on the feeling that the instrumental invokes in me. And it's tight when I'm right, but it's also tight when I'm wrong. Because I'm like, God damn, I didn't see that coming. Especially if it's good. There are those times when, when I'm like, God damn, what a waste. Like, I'd have killed this shit. Or a bunch of people I know would have killed this shit. Or other rappers that I don't know. Or singers I don't know. Like, they would have killed this shit. And this motherfucker just wasted this shit. I could think of a lot of examples. But I don't want to sound like a hater. Just know it happens. Also, this all this shit's subjective. It's just my opinion. Although, certain things... Namely, Mac Miller's swimming album. That shit is objectively great. It's objectively great. It's not an opinion thing. It's just a fact. You realize I'm joking. I'm, I mean, in my head, it's great, but I also know that maybe other people won't think it's great. And those people uh, should be put to death, you know? We, we just don't need them on, on, uh, on the planet. We, there's way too many people as it is. So if you could listen to Mac Miller's Swimming, if you could listen to the first track on Mac Miller's Swimming album and not think it's great, we don't need you. We don't need you here. Because what else are you wrong about? You know what I mean? What else are you wrong about? What other atrocities are you capable of? But anyway, I've been stuck on this channel. And um, it's, uh, oh yeah, so I watched a few more and then I found them on Instagram. You know how the rabbit hole goes. I found them both on Instagram and it's like, it's a thing. They have like 275,000 subscribers on YouTube or something. They're doing their thing and good for them. They have a lot of videos and the production quality is good. It's great. And um, the consistency and it's it's really entertaining. They'll put on, they'll kind of like do an intro and the son will put on an album and they'll both just headphones it and you know they skip ahead like not in real life but in as far as what you see you're not gonna have to like listen to a whole album with them they just kind of show you the the key reactions and and what have you but after a while i was like oh the dad like i already knew he was a music head and also very well read and and the way he uh the 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 um the words he chooses to describe what he's hearing and all i'm like oh okay this motherfucker's smart he also loves music, but then it, it you, you realize like, oh, this motherfucker makes music. He's probably like one of these old cats who came up in the 80s, like in a bunch of bands and did a bunch of acid and in fucking hate Ashbury and all that. And his reactions to like I watched uh, I watched the swimming one 
as I mentioned, and then I watched the uh, I watched them listen to Tyler the Creator's Igor album, and then I watched them listen to what was next? Oh, Yeezus uh, by Kanye West, and then I watched um, one of the early ones was um, what was it? It was uh, God damn it! It was uh, oh Radiohead in Rainbows, which is a fucking fantastic album, by the way, and it's just tight because not only is it entertaining. But it's dope to watch a father and son have that kind of relationship. Like, dude isn't corny at all, but he's older and he's a little aged and washed, but he knows that. But he's also, like I said, he's also smart. He knows what he's doing. It wouldn't be like if I showed my dad Tyler, the creator. Like, my dad wouldn't hate it as far as the music goes, but it would do nothing for him. But this guy, even if it's not something he would normally listen to, He's like, oh, man. And <laughs> he looks over at the sun and is like, oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, the synths. Oh, those toms. Oh, they're really giving it to us with those toms. I'm making him sound dorkier than he is. He's probably fucking super talented. He's probably He probably has so many stories. He's probably got so much pussy in his life, if we're being honest. He just, he, he has that vibe about him. Like, again, like he came up in the 80s playing in, you know, hair metal bands or, 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 you know, whatever, experimental rock bands. And he, he probably just did a bunch of drugs and fucked a bunch of women. And now he's getting famous on YouTube for listening to new music with his son. Like, that's the dream. That's the dream. But yeah, you should check them out. It's, it's especially if you like music, especially if you like, like rap music and shit. I'm getting my phone out right now because I want to plug them so that you can, uh, you can go check them out. Their uh, YouTube page is Turning the Tables, and all the videos are titled, like, Dad Reacts to Kanye West, Dad Reacts to Tyler the Creator, whatever. So if you just type that in, I'm sure you will find it. It's just two guys, again, sitting side by side with a coffee table in front of them with a goddamn record on it. Have I described this adequately? Is that enough information for you? They're also on Instagram uh, under the same name, I believe. Um, turning the tables. So you check them out. I fuck with them. And like I said, it's beautiful to see a dad and his uh, his son listen to music together. And you could just like their their relationship shines through. You could just tell they're like buddies. But then also the dad will break the kid's balls a little bit for being young. And then the kid will break the dad's balls a little bit for being old and washed. But then they laugh about it and they just go back to listening to music. And it's uh, it's tight. But then I'm like, I-, I wish I could do that with my dad. And honestly, I probably could, but it would be a very different show. Also, I wish I could do that with my kid. Like, it's weird being a son and having a son. And my dad likes music and my son likes music. My son be getting an all My son be putting me on to shit. He has become quite eclectic. And I'm obviously going to take credit for a lot of that, but certain shit I just can't take credit for as much as it pains me. We all, we went to, um, we went and stayed out in, it's called Bandy Canyon. It's like South County, um, like near San Diego, I think. I, I never know where I am, by the way. Like I know where I am right now. I'm in my office unless I'm sleeping and this is all a dream. I used to read Word Up Magazine, you know? If this is all a dream, I used to read Word Up Magazine that I'm most likely in the next room in my bed. But for the moment, I believe I'm in my office sitting at my desk. 
but uh, we went down. We we the story is we went somewhere last weekend and got a cabin and we had friends with us, brought the dogs with us, or at least the one we like. Uh, we only brought one of the dogs with us. You 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 use your imagination and you guess which one we brought. And you're correct. Yes, we brought the pit bull. Um, and uh, we went hiking. There's we've been there a bunch of times. It's kind of a tradition, but there's this river, and uh, the river was dried out. So we were just kind of walking down the river, climbing on the rocks or whatever. And so me and my home, oh, the drummer and Mr. Hoover, uh, Mark, him and his family, or just his wife, actually. And then me, my wife and my kid, and then my kid's homie, we all went out there for a couple of nights. And the whole point of all of this is that we were sitting on the rocks, drinking a bunch of beers. And uh, me and Mark were not Dre, my son. And just to make conversation, I asked everybody, like, if you could only listen to five albums for the rest of your life, what would you listen to? And then I asked Dre, and he said, Nirvana, Nevermind, uh, Biggie, Ready to Die. Fuck, what else did he say? He said, um, Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick Lamar. And then he said, Forest Hills Drive, I think, by J. Cole. And then he said... I can't remember the other one. It was something more his generation, which is cool because the motherfucker balanced. But yeah, it was impressive. And it's not like he was just saying that shit to impress me or Mark because I know him very well. And in his head, those are just like great albums. Like he don't really give a shit what I think. I mean, he does, but he don't. Like he would have given those same answers to anyone who asked him. Like I said in the older episodes, I don't know how many of these you heard, but I was talking about how he wears Wu-Tang shirts at school and um, the security guards will grill him. They'll be like, hey, name name three Wu-Tang members, assuming he can't because most kids, they just buy the shirt at Target and they walk around with a fucking Wu-Tang symbol on it. And I get it. You know, people in my generation, they did it. Not me, not me, but they they did it with like the Beatles, with Johnny Cash, with Kiss. Like, it was just trendy to to wear band shirts from your parents' generation. And most of the time, you really didn't give a shit about the music. Because it was more about the fashion. And I'm not hating on it. I get it. I mean, I don't get it in the sense that I would do that. Because it's like, hey, just wear a black t-shirt, you know? Wear something else. You know what I mean? Just wear something else. You're wearing something that kind of represents something that you don't know about. It's kind of like, I mean, it's not kind of, it's exactly like wearing a shirt that says like Michigan State or some shit on it. And you don't go there. You don't know nobody who went there. You don't know shit about the sports teams or whatever. But also do whatever you want. I'm just saying it's kind of strange. Granted, I said I was wearing a Mighty Ducks hat and I don't watch hockey. However, however, I'm from Anaheim. Okay. Also, the hat's real fly. It's real fly. Also, I have no idea where it came from. I just found it in my house. That's the kind of life I live. I just fly. I find fly shit lying around here. Every 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 which way I look, there's some fly shit. I don't remember how it got here. No, but I used to work for a a um a ticket company, well, a software company that sells sporting tickets. And so the Mighty Ducks used to hook us up. Mighty Ducks and the Angels and all that they used to hook us up with shit. So I'm assuming that's how it got here. I'm assuming someone gave it to me. I got drunk, wore it home, 
woke up with no recollection and now we have a hat yeah we have a hat um why are we talking about my mighty ducks hat though that is the question that is the question oh band shirts see we found our way back we found our way back we don't need breadcrumbs bread's fucking bad for you do i look like i eat breadcrumbs um yeah, in older episodes, I was talking about how the security guards were all older, older heads like me and shit. They're like, the older heads were like, "Yo, name, name three, name three uh, members of the Wu Tang Clan." Assuming he couldn't do it, which is a dick move, but I support it. And my son's like, "You got Inspector Deck and and Ghostface Killer, or whatever." Uh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but they were like blown away. That he knew that. And he, I was kind of blown away that he knew it too. Because I would assume he'd say like Method Man, ODB. Or oh, he said Raekwon, Inspector Deck, and Ghostface Killer. And when he told me that, I was like, dude, you, uh, I, um, why didn't you say like, uh, not like why didn't you say it, but you could have just said like Method Man or Old Dirty Bastard or something. He's like, yeah, I know, but that's like a basic answer. I wanted them to actually know that I actually knew what I was talking about. I was like, man, you, man if you're not the baddest motherfucker I ever did create... God damn, I couldn't ask for a better answer. But yeah, my kid is tight. That's what I'm saying. Like, my dog is tight, my kid is tight, and life is beautiful. Speaking of music, last Tuesday, the uh, 22nd of February, Mr. Hoover's official album dropped. For those that don't know, I, I don't imagine there's anyone who doesn't know who listens to this. But again, maybe if, if this is your first episode... um. I'm going to go ahead and say this isn't the best representation of this show. Like, feel free. Feel free and encouraged to uh, dig a little deeper. We've had a lot of fun on this show. Sometimes with guests, sometimes with just me and the voices in my head. But if you don't know, I'm in a band called Mr. Hoover. I'm aware that that sounds like the name of a, a single person. But it is the name of an entire band. Uh, I rap in it. I, I, I rap my ass off in it, actually. If I do say so myself. And uh, we put our first album out last week. And the reception has been really, really good. Better than I thought it would. And in fact, I I love the album more than I thought I would. I'm, I'm a 90s kid and I'm a music head for the most part. Like I was saying earlier, like I don't necessarily nerd out on all the uh, the arrangements and as far as the instrumentation goes, but I'm I'm big on lyrics and I'm big on I'm big on albums. I'm big on uh, entire bodies of work. Uh, when you when we talk about like the um, what's the word for it? Um, sequencing. Sequencing is a I won't I won't say it's a lost art. It's because it's certainly not lost. I just motherfucking did it. And a lot of people do it. I'm I'm playing. Um, sequencing is often overlooked, I think, but it always has been overlooked. I think it's not like it's so easy for me to be like, "Oh, these kids now with their fucking SoundCloud and all that." I'm not going to be that guy. It is correct to assume that because of SoundCloud and the internet and you know streaming services or whatever, you don't need to listen to an album all the way through. You could just like pick out your favorite songs, but really you could always do that with a CD player. It was a lot harder with a cassette. I lived through all of that. It was arguably harder with a cassette than it was with a record player because you could see the grooves on the record and you just like pick it up. Once you get good, once 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 you get the the hang of like lifting that needle and placing it back down, you could kind of like pick songs. Whereas with a 
cassette player. Unless I'm tripping. Maybe I just had a shit. Maybe I just had a shitty Walkman. But I'm pretty sure. See, now as I'm saying this, maybe I'm tripping. Like, I certainly never had this, but I think I remember there may have been technology at some point where when you listen to a cassette, you could fast forward and it would stop itself at the beginning of the next track. Am I wrong to assume that? And I'm obviously asking nobody because I'm the only person here. So I'm still not going to have the answer unless I go on my phone, but I don't want to do that. Um, My point is you could always pick individual songs, but it's never been easier to do that. And that's tight. I'll also say uh, a lot of people, and this, this isn't a diss, it's just an observation. There are a lot of musicians that make songs that don't necessarily need to be sequenced. It's just kind of a collection of songs, whether it's in an album form or not. But me being the person I am, I kind of have to create music, uh, kind of a project at a time, even if the project don't come out or if it, we, we take a left turn and the songs end up elsewhere or they end up just singles, but in my head, and I do this with everything. I, I always have it. I always have like a completed project in my head. Like right now I have about a hundred songs. Half of them have been recorded and I already have it in my head. Like what song goes on what projects. And then there's those songs that don't fit on either project. And maybe those songs will either just be singles or they'll be their own project. I don't know. My point is I can't just like put out songs. And I certainly can't just put out a collection of songs because in my head, if you're going to put out a, if you're just going to put out a bunch of songs that don't blend together, just put them out as singles and you, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I'm talking about me. If I'm going to put out just a collection of songs that don't, even require sequencing because they really, they don't, they don't, um, they don't lend themselves to each other. They don't complement each other. Then just release them all. I would just release them all as singles or like a mixtape or something. Either way, the disclaimer would have to be there. Like PS, this is not an album. This is just a bunch of songs I made and I hope you fuck with them. But most of the time I have like a project in mind because I grew up listening to albums. I enjoy albums that you can't listen to out of sequence. I mean, you can, but you won't get the same experience. All my favorite albums, you listen to the intro all the way to the outro, all the interludes, all the skits, and you kind of see where they're going. Not necessarily a concept album. I like concept albums as well. My favorite concept albums are like Kanye West, College Dropout, Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar, albums like that. My whole entire point is, um, while Mr. Hoover's album isn't a concept album, I definitely took to heart the sequencing. And uh, I was a stickler the entire time because I'm a perfectionist, you see. And the thing about being a perfectionist is it's only tight when you do achieve perfection. Because if you don't, then you're just a dick. Like if you have, if you, if you present someone with what you consider and what you think they'll consider a, a, a perfect project, you can say, yeah, I'm a perfectionist. But if you hand someone a pile of shit and be like, yeah, I'm a perfectionist, they're going to be like, uh, no, you're not. You're just a dick. But at some point, what, at, throughout this whole process, and it's been a process, 
we kind of had just a bunch of songs, just a collection of songs. And I always kind of had it in my head how they would go in terms of sequencing. And that's usually how we put our sets together, our live sets. So the album kind of mirrors the live set, but obviously in the live set, we don't have skits. So on the album, we, we have a bunch of skits and they're all phone calls. They uh, are voicemails rather. And they're pretty offensive. I mean, not to me, not to anyone I hang out with, but I, I imagine someone might come along and be offended because, you know, they're doing, they're doing, they're, they're making fun of uh, culture, different cultures, accents and shit like that, you know, comedy. But I'm very, very happy with the sequencing of the album. Um, I knew the first song would be the first song and I knew exactly what skit to put after the first song and the time, the, how much time to wait after the skit for the next song to come in. And I knew exactly what the second song would be. It's just tight to be as obsessive as I am and to finally see everything that was in my head out in the world. And like I said, for a long time, it was just a, coll a collection of songs, but I've, I've since talked to the boys and we all agree that like, yo, like we're, we've been sick of these fucking songs. Like we're sick to death of these songs, but I'd be lying if I said it, it's, it's, it's not very different now. It's kind of like I'm hearing them for the first time when you could just press play on the album and just let it run its course. And everything is very, very intentional. I'm talking about I would get a song done, like once we got the masters back, I, w I would get it done in sequence and all that, and I would literally reopen a whole entire session, like a recording session, and shave off literally half of a second off the end of it because I wanted the skit, like you hear the beep of the phone, like, you know, when you're checking your voice, at least back in the day if you had an answering machine. You hear the beep and then someone would start talking. I wanted the beep to come in half a second sooner because it just felt better that way. That half a second of silence was too, it was too fucking long. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm also right as fuck. I'm right as fuck. And it's dope hearing the whole album. I've listened to it all the way through maybe 10 times because I'm extremely proud of it. Now there's obvious, that's not to say there ain't shit about it I don't like. But that's the double-edged sword of perfectionism. Yeah, I'm, I'm never going to be exactly what I want to be. I mean, nothing can ever be perfect in my head, but I got it damn near close. All things considered. And by me, I mean obviously all of us. Everyone played their part. But I'm also the vocalist, so none of those guys matter at all. You know what I mean? I'm playing. Being in a band is cool because... It literally wouldn't happen without all of us. Because none of those guys rap. Like some of them sing. Like Tommy sings and shit. Jared sings. Like they record their own music. But as far as the music we put out, Mr. Hoover put out, like we couldn't do it without each other because I don't play an instrument. I, I'm, I'm so shitty at instruments. And I don't think I, I would ever be able to play instruments. Every time I say that, people, oh, you don't give yourself enough credit. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at knowing myself at this point, and I just know I, the whole time it would just be forced. I don't have the timing down. I don't have, I have no coordination. I know that's ridiculous to say. That, that might be ridiculous to hear because like, how do you have no no coordination? You're a rapper. 
The answer is, <laughs> I have no idea. I managed to figure out how to rap really well, but I can't dance. I can't, I could never play the drums. It's too much. It's, it's too much happening at once. I can't, I can't go one speed with one hand and a different speed with the other hand. I, I, I can't. And then you throw in the feet, like drummers are so fucking underrated. Musicians in general are, are underrated because what I'm doing, I'm essentially doing what we've all been doing since we learned how to talk. I'm just doing it in a, in a different way. I've learned how to speed up some words, slow down some words, pull some words, push some words, sing some words, rap some words. And then there's also like, well, what are the words? That's a whole nother story, right? Like we got to figure out what we're going to say, but then it's also like how we're going to say it, which in my head is just as, if not more important than what we're going to say. How do you say it? What's your style? And that goes for writers. That goes, that goes for, um, fucking poets, stand-up comedians, like any, anyone who does, uh, like, even public speakers, um, announcers, anyone who does things with words, it's very impressive, and I'm not shitting on it, trust me, I'm, I think I'm brilliant, <laughs> but I'm, what I'm saying is, what I'm doing, what we're doing, word people, we're just doing what everyone does, we're just doing it way doper. But what you're doing as a drummer, I can't compare that to a single thing in my life that I've ever done ever. What you're doing when you play a guitar, I have no comparison. Like there's not one thing in my life and I've done a lot of shit, baby. There's not one thing in my life that's kind of like that. You see where I'm going? You, you see what I'm saying? So those guys definitely couldn't have done it without me being the word guy, but I Definitely couldn't have done it without them because it, without that, I mean, shit, it would basically just sound like a fucking podcast. It would just be my voice because I, I play no instruments. I don't know dick about instruments. And that is what's cool about having a band for me because usually I would just get beats, which I'm not shitting on beats either because I can't, I can't do that either. I can't make beats. I have no fucking idea how to make a beat. I've never, I've tried a few times. I'm like, ah, well. I guess I'll leave this to someone else, which I think is important. Like, yeah, there are those people who do everything really well and, you know, fuck those people, fuck them to death. But I'm just playing. I'm, I envy them a great deal, but I feel like I would spend so much time trying to get good at other things. I'd spend more time trying to get relatively good at other things than I would perfecting how good I already am at one thing. Like I could go down the YouTube rabbit hole and try to like figure out how to produce beats on fucking Ableton or Logic or, or whatever people use. But that would take so much time and that time, I mean years, not, not like fuck, it would take like hours. I mean like it'd probably take me like 10 years to get good, to get good enough to justify all the time spent. I'm talking 10 years it would take me. I think it takes a lot of people that long. Not everyone, but a lot of people. And I've already spent basically 20 years getting good at rapping. Not just rapping, but like, rapping is weird. Like, when you say rapping, it's just, I don't want to like over glorify what I do. And not just me, like what we do, but like songwriting, not just rapping. Anyone can rap, like kick a beat, I'll fucking rap right now. I'm not talking about rapping. I'm talking about like making songs, like putting words together, stringing them together, knowing like how to 
construct a verse and when to do more and when to when you're doing too much. It, it's it's a process, baby. And it's the funnest thing I've ever done in my life. It's it's literally it's it's my biggest obsession. So I'm like, yo, I've already it took me 20 years to get this good. Rather than spend another 10 years getting even kind of good at something else. What if I took those 10 years and put it into what I've already spent 20 years? Because imagine how good I'd be in 30 years after 30 years of doing this shit. Especially when I don't need to. I don't need like I have hella people who make beats. I have a band. Like I have I have a bunch of people who do things do their thing really, really fucking good. So why would I waste time trying to do something kind of good that they already do great? And they could do it with me and, and and we could just make shit like the Mr. Hoover album, which I I think it's a masterpiece, man. I really think it's a and and you know, not not on some like a, a relative ma like all things considered masterpiece. It's our first record. We recorded the shit in a garage. It got mixed and mastered in a in a professional studio, but like we, we didn't know what the fuck we we're doing. I still don't know what the fuck. We don't know what we're doing now. We just bought a bunch of equipment. And YouTubed our way through it and 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 we recorded shit. But in terms of garage albums, I would throw it up there with with some of the greats, the great garage albums. Like I'm not gonna put it against fucking Dark Side of the Moon or no shit. That's not what I mean when I say it's a masterpiece. I'm just saying, all things considered, like for all the houses that managed to be built from popsicle sticks, my house kind of tight. You know what I'm saying? Like we definitely built a pretty tight house. It's made of popsicle sticks. Might not withstand a storm, but it does belong in the neighborhood of other popsicle stick houses, is what I'm saying. So yeah, go listen to it if you haven't. And uh, let me know what you think. DM me. If you want to. You don't have to. I don't take nothing personal. I mean, that's, a, that's a goddamn lie. I take everything personal. But I try not to take anything personal, is what I mean. Like most of my really good friends haven't said a word. And that's the shit I try not to take personal. A few of them shared it, and that's cool. That's super cool. But I am curious to know what my friends, like my actual friends, what they think about it. But I also don't want to be like, hey, bro, did you hear it? What do you think? A, because my pride's a motherfucker. B, because if they say they hated it, then I obviously can't be friends with them anymore. Like, that's no longer an option. Not because my feelings would be hurt that they didn't like my music, but because they're obviously wrong. And I just can't be out here being friends with morons, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, how many hours in a day can I afford to waste being friends with fucking morons? I'm obviously joking. But I have gotten a lot of, uh, I will say this, I haven't gotten any criticism. And I'm not at all, I'm, I'm smarter than that. I know that doesn't mean everyone loves it. But as far as the messages I have received, they have all been positive. And that's really tight. It's not that I don't want criticism. It's just that there's literally nothing you could tell me about my shit that I don't already think about like there's nothing you could tell me you hate about my shit that i probably don't already hate myself hate way more than you hate it so if you're just trying to hurt my feelings 
then I guess go ahead. But if you like, if you're just trying to give me constructive criticism, good luck, but I probably don't need it because I already know where I could improve. And that's not at all supposed to sound as arrogant as it might. I'm just saying my insecurity far outweighs your judgment. But that's okay, because we got a goddamn album out. It's on Spotify, it's on Tidal, it's on Amazon, and it's tight hearing, like, looking at my boys and, and just seeing how excited they are. Because I've had music on all that shit before, and it's still cool. It's cool as fuck. But for most of them, this is the first, I mean, I think for all of them, this is the first time they've ever had anything they made, like, on iTunes and on Spotify and, and all that. And I remember it's a trip. It's, it's fucking, it's a trip. Cause yeah, anyone can do it, but most people don't do it. And it's still, it's still a trip to see and hear your shit on the internet. Even like in, in, in like your Spotify recently played or whatever you see, like fucking Janet Jackson, uh, Gloria Estefan, and then Mr. Hoover and then fucking, you know, Yanni or whatever else you listen to. It's just crazy. Like, wow, this is like a thing now. It's like an act. It's like a real thing that we made. And I, I posted on Instagram the day it came out. I posted on my personal page some shit like at first, like, uh, you know what? Should I just read it? Probably because I'm not going to remember. I'm just going to butcher it. And it was good the first time. So why not? Why don't we just read it? Just in case you haven't seen it. I said, uh, I made an album with some scumbags I've known since I was 12, and today it's available everywhere. Release days will always be better than birthdays, hands down, no competition. Something that only existed in your mind until you made it exist in the world is no longer just yours, now that everything you love about it and everything you hate about it is public, ready for people to love or hate or judge or envy or just not give a fuck about. I know a lot of artists, and here's something we all tend to agree on. At first, it's about the music. You made something you're proud of, and all you want is for people to like it with you. That's the easy part. After a while, once you're sick of the music you haven't even released yet, it becomes more about proving to yourself that all the snags and hang-ups and technical difficulties and scheduling conflicts and lack of money and even less knowledge and the laziness and the fear and the insecurity are all no match for your sheer obsession. Obsession is my only superpower and also the biggest detriment to my peace. It's not about music. If you make things too, you already know that. And then I go and thank like all my homies and whatever. But that's that's real as fuck. And I, I meant every word of that in that. Yeah, the boys and they, they we already have talked about this. They They know it. And I'm not at all taking I'm not like going out of my way to take credit. I'm just saying like if you make shit and you want it to come out it's one thing to make shit a lot of people make shit but putting it out that shit is a it's a process it's a fucking tedious discouraging just in i ran out of words i don't know how else to describe it it fucking sucks it's a hell of a process and having gone through it a few times i would put every dime in my bank there's like four or five of them in the bank. No, I would put every bit of money I have down on a bet that there would be four to 10 times more music out in the world if the process to get it out in the world was easier. 
and I'm talking now. I'm not talking about back when we needed record labels or whatever. I'm talking about like since we've been able to put shit out ourselves. If you have a computer and like a hundred dollars, you can put your music out on Spotify. But that don't make it easy. That don't mean it's easy. And maybe it's good that all like in a sense, if you don't have the drive, I don't know, this is such a shitty way to look at it. And I don't really I'm one way to look at it is if you don't have the juice and the drive to get your music out, why the fuck should I have the drive and the interest to listen to it? Like, if it don't mean that much to you, why should it mean anything to me? However, another way to look at it is, or rather a counter argument is just because someone doesn't have the time or the drive or the interest in order to jump through all the hoops required to get their shit out on the internet doesn't mean they don't love their shit and doesn't mean their shit's not good. I personally know a lot of people who make great shit who don't have it on the internet just because they don't know how. And that's crazy to me because I'm a very, um, I'm a very resourceful person. That's not a brag. It's just a fucking fact. I'm actually too resourceful because I have a hard time delegating shit and I have a hard time um, asking for help. And then I burn out and then I get mad at myself and everyone else around me. I'm trying to work on that, but it, it, it doesn't really, I mean, it makes sense to me, but I can't relate to not knowing how to do something and then just being okay with still not knowing how to do it. Like people are doing it, you know, people are doing it. So figure out how they did it like they didn't just wake up one day and know how to do it either like they had to learn so what did they learn if you have the internet you can kind of do anything if if it, if the ROI is not there if 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 it's not worth your time then that's okay but if i can't imagine there being something i want to know how to do and the information is there and i'm just like nah fuck it i'm just going to keep not knowing how to do this that's just me we're on a good little rant right now. I have no idea. I have no idea what the, the original point was. But oh yeah, my Instagram post. At first, it's about the music because you know you're stoked about your music and all that. But the only reason our music is on the internet now is because I am an obsessive motherfucker. I get it in my head that I want something, and once I want it, the universe fucking owes it to me. I don't want a handout, but I'm coming for that. Make no mistake, I'm coming for it. And I'm going to keep coming for it until I have it or until I decide, eh, it's not worth it. That's also an option. You got to know when to fold them sometimes. You know what I mean? Ain't no shame in that. But I take pride in the fact that getting this album out on the internet was such a fucking process. And I'm just, I'm not even talking about all the other shit. I'm just talking about like uploading it to our aggregator and going through all the song credits and, and all that. It's a lot of shit. Anytime money's involved, it's going to be a pain in the ass. They want to know who's registered with BMI, with ASCAP, like all, all this shit. What's your, what's your account numbers? What's your, I don't even know what it's called. I need to hire a Jewish lawyer to figure all this shit out, but it's a process. And I, again, I'm not even talking about I'm not talking about all the creative parts of it. And even, even like we were saying, like sequencing, 
is this song louder than that song? Oh, it is. Okay. Well, they're all kind of like all over the place in terms of volume. Okay. So what do we do? We hit up the guy who mastered them. Okay. So now he has to remaster them and bounce them again. Okay. Well, that's going to take five days. We're sitting here trying to upload it right now. So now that pushes us back five days. Then you get them back. And like I said, you want to shave off a second because they're not, they're, they're not coming in quick enough or they're coming in too quick. You're hitting up people like, yo, you agreed to do the skits. Where the fuck the skits at? Then you get the skits back and you got to edit the skits. Oh yeah, we need an album cover. All that shit. And then, and then even before all that, like just to get, just to get the songs recorded. Like making songs is easy. Recording songs properly. I mean, properly is a stretch. Recording songs, <laughs> recording songs is different. You got to know a little bit what the fuck you're doing. You got to know what mic goes where. I'm, yo, I'm a rapper. Yo. I'm not, I, I, I'm, I'm, I've never been in a band. I've certainly never recorded a band. In my world, you have a computer and you have a microphone. You might have some, some compressors between like somewhere in the chain, but like I, I need one microphone. When you're in a band, you need all the microphones, drum microphones, all, all, all this shit is a whole nother world to me. And just the idea that you have to go through all that work to even record the songs you made is like, God, who the fuck would want to do all that? Crazy people. That's who? Crazy people. Because it, it, it becomes less about the music. Like you already got the music made. That's the easy part. Now, how bad do you want other people to hear this shit? How bad do you want to be able to hear this shit on the internet? How bad do you want to see your record next to Janet Jackson's record <laughs> or whatever you listen to? Kenny G, you know, fucking Shania Twain. How much does that mean to you? Because if that's what you want, that's a great goal. But there's a few steps between making the song and getting the song on iTunes. Especially if you want the shit to sound relatively good. Especially if you want the shit to sound great. Countless hours were spent in the studio, countless phone calls, countless text messages. Hey, bro, uh, what about this Wednesday? Could we get in the studio this Wednesday? No. All right. Well, uh, how about next one? How about Tuesday? I could do Saturday. Can you do Saturday? Okay. Oh, fuck. Mark can't do Saturday. All right. Um, well, uh, Spence can only do Saturday. Mark can only do Thursday. I can only do Wednesday. You know how things, these things go. Try to plan a party. Try to try to plan a party and have all your friends show up at the same time. It ain't gonna happen. So it's a lot of work. It's a lot of fucking work. And a lot of it was I wanted people to hear the songs we made. I wanted to be able to hear the songs we made on, on the internet and all that. But also I wanted to know that I could do that shit. It just became a marathon. To me... It wasn't as much about I want people to hear my music as it as it was about like, yo, I want to know that I put shit out because like I said, I have a lot of shit that I've never put out. And a lot of that shit, sadly, probably won't come out for whatever reason. But it's nice to know that, yeah, I'm not the guy who doesn't put anything out. I put some shit out and I'm happy with the shit I put out. Um. So yeah, shout out to Obsession. You know what I mean? I know I just went on a, a tangent and uh, maybe a self-righteous one at that. But I truly, like you guys know when I'm being self-righteous, I, I truly am not looking for credit. And I know that's what everyone says right before they look for credit. I'm just saying getting shit on the internet, especially if you're in a band, 
And again, especially if you want it to sound good and look good. And if you want, if you want it to be able to hang, if you, if you want it to be in the same cul-de-sac in the popsicle stick house neighborhood, there's a few steps. There's a lot of steps, complicated steps to make music. You got to be talented to put out music. You got to be fucking relentless. And I love my band because we, we, uh, we're a good team. We're, we're a good team. I'm definitely the relentless one. And I imagine it comes off as uh, arrogance at times. And like, I'm like a diva, I guess. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I'm, I'm definitely not a diva on purpose. And I don't think I'm ever really a diva at all. That, but that's my opinion of myself. I just want what I want when I want it. And matter of fact, I, I, but like, I know you want it too. So like you want what I want. We want the same thing. Let's fucking make it happen then. That way we can stop wanting it and be happy that we have it. And now we're happy we have it. It means a lot to the boys. The boys are stoked. Like I said, these motherfuckers never had shit on the internet before. So I am, I'm genuinely happy that I could do what I could do to give that to my friends. Cause it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling to have a podcast on, on all the, the, you know, the podcast platforms. It's a good feeling. It's fucking terrifying. Don't get me wrong. It's terrifying. I don't go listen to my old episodes. I can't do, I would never, because it, the, the, the day I do is the day I take the whole podcast down, but other people seem to like it. I'm sure some people don't and you know, they're wrong. So let them be wrong. And I'm half playing. Um, it's, I'm just saying it's cool to be in the conversation. It's cool to be in the popsicle stick neighborhood. You know what I mean? I own a few houses. I own a few popsicle stick houses in the popsicle stick house neighborhood. We in, we out here, we outside, we in the cul-de-sac. You know what I mean? Like we have an address out here. Send me mail. So thank you. If you are one of the many people who have paid attention to my popsicle stick house, the popsicle stick house I built with my friends, we're very, very proud of it. We're very happy with it. I'm extremely stoked that it's out. And thank you so much. If you, from the bottom of my heart, honestly, like don't make a motherfucker get choked up, but from the bottom of my heart, thank you. If you've sent me any messages, especially like people I grew up with that I haven't seen for 20 years. I had, I got one message. He more or less was like, yo, I knew you were in a band. Cause you know, I follow your shit and whatever. But like today on my run, I figured, ah, you know, I'll throw on, uh, the, the new album or whatever. I'm sure it's good or whatever. And he was like, honestly, with all respect, I had no idea how good this shit was going to be. I, you know, we all have friends who make music. Well, maybe you don't. I don't know. It's weird. I'm, I'm, I've been only in an artist circle for like 15, 20 years. So I forget that most people don't have friends who, you know, make music or, or fucking paint or write scripts or whatever. Like every, all of the people I fucking associate with, all of the people I associate with are, are creatives in some capacity, like 98%. But if you know a lot of musicians, you know that there comes that strange time when someone you care about, even a little bit, puts out something they care about, 
and to you it's garbage and <laughs> you want to be honest but you also don't want to be cruel so generally you default to lying you're like oh no that's great bro good job good job but then once in a while someone puts out something and you're fully prepared to be like oh no that's great no it was, it was uh it was great it was completely dishonestly once in a while you get surprised you're like god damn you're kind of good at this so it warmed my heart to know that that was the uh, reception watch i spend this whole episode talking up the album and you go listen to it and you think it's awful <laughs> you're probably all jazzed right now if you ever heard it, you're probably like, god damn this is my fucking real passion about this shit I'm, i need to go play this i need to go play this album and you do the first track you're like oh this is dog shit and that's fine that's fine um but uh, again if you do go listen to it and you happen to enjoy it it'd be tight of you to let me know you don't got to DM me, like leave, leave a comment on one of the posts on the Hoover Instagram or whatever. It goes a long way. I've been screenshotting messages and sending it to the boys in our group text. And, uh, a few of them said, you know, it, it's actually really cool to see people, uh, see people's reactions. Cause I get more messages than them. Cause I'm usually, well, I'm, I run the Instagram obviously, but I'm also the mouth of this shit, like literally, but also I'm I'm the uh I'm the cheerleader and also the performer. So I see a lot of shit that I forget they don't see. And like I said on the last episode, I am going to get them on the podcast. I, I I definitely wanted it to happen already, but you know whatever. It'll happen. I do want it to be visual. We're working on the studio. I know I always say that and I mean it every time. I'm going to go there tonight actually. Um, once we get the studio up and running, I'm going to have all of them on it and we will talk about the album. Maybe we'll even listen to the album. That'd be tight. It may, it'll probably be a long, long episode, but maybe we'll listen to each song one by one. I don't know. We'll burn that bridge when we get to it. But I'm very grateful for my friends who became my band and, uh, I'm, I'm glad they don't hold to my knowledge. They don't hold it against me for being a fucking obsessive relentless stickler like i imagine sometimes in the group text they just want to like talk about snl or just whatever regular friends talk about but i'm like yo where are we at with this where are we at with this uh jared can you can you come in if we play a show can we fly you in like where are we at with this track spence are you gonna record that that thing you said you were gonna record where's greg at with the skits who like where, where are we at where are we at i'm like a fucking quarterback and they're just like hey bro can we maybe like you know toss the ball around a little bit and we like not everything's the fucking super bowl man and they're right they're right but we we that's why we're friends because we we balance each other out because if all of us were like me it wouldn't be fun at all i never have fun i don't know like like i said it's fun to play shows it's fun it's kind of fun to play shows i usually just am stressed the whole time you know what's fun it's fun to watch footage of a show that went well. That part's fun. It's fun to see my album in my recent, my, uh, my, my, my play history, my Spotify recently played list. It's fun to see my album, an album that me and my friends made. It's fun to see that between Kelly Clarkson and Savage Garden. It's fun to see that. But other than that, I, I don't really have a whole lot of fun. A motherfucker don't have that much fun. I don't, I don't smell the roses all that often. I don't take time to smell the roses. 
I'm too obsessed with planting more of those motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So if we were all like me, it wouldn't be fun at all. But I'm very grateful for them. I love them. They 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 are my my brothers. I know everyone says that about their friends and shit, but I genuinely have known these guys since I was 12. We went to a very small school. We saw each other every single day. So we're pretty much as close to family as you could get. Like I genuinely would save them from a burning building before I saved most of my family. That's how close we are to family. <laughs> um, I'm not joking at all either. Um, so yeah, I think that's enough shit talking for today. Look at that. We, I didn't even know what we were talking about, but we, we, we figured it out. We found ourselves some flow. If this is your first episode, once again, welcome. Feel free to dig into the archives. I've had some great guests. We've had some great conversations. I've done a lot of solo episodes where I just rant and rave by myself. And uh, we're going to do both of those things a lot more. If you'd like to hear unreleased episodes, episodes I am contractually obligated to keep under wraps, um, you can do so at patreon.com slash OTWD. Five bucks a month will get you access to those episodes. Please follow this podcast on Instagram at OTWD Podcast. Follow my personal Instagram and my Twitter at GVDZOKS. And please follow my band on Instagram at Mr. Hoover Band. That's uh, MR period Hoover Band. Go listen to our album. We're on Spotify. We're on Amazon Music. We're on YouTube Music. We're on Google Music Player. I think that's uh, this Google Music Player, I think. We're on Tidal. We're on Apple Music. We're everywhere. We're out here. We are in the Popsicle Stick House neighborhood. Fuck with us. And let me know what you think. Mr. Hoover's the band. Garage Hop is the album. 11 tracks long. Songs. Skits. Jokes. Good times. Barrels and barrels of monkeys. I probably won't be back next week um, because I'll be in Hawaii. I'm going to try to put this out either tonight or tomorrow. But uh, if you're in Hilo and you'd like to come hang out, I'll be playing um, with my friends Leilani Wolfgram and Swells OC on the 12th, uh, March 12th, in, uh, fuck, what is the venue? Uncle Robert's Kava Bar. That's what it's called. It's like an outdoor market. I think like a couple thousand people are planning to be there, so that'll be tight. And I'll be there for like 10 days. So if you're in the area and you know you want to do a photo shoot or something, hit me up. Slight chance I will podcast while I'm out there. Maybe I'll bring my shit. I just don't want to bring shit and not use it. I've done that so many times, and it's just it's a pain in the ass. But there's always a chance. Maybe I'll just do it on my phone, like a special 15-minute thing, just to be able to say, yeah, I, I fucking podcasted from Hawaii. That's kind of tight. Um, Let's see. What do we do? We, plug, we plugged all the socials, all the Patreons. Oh, if you could rate and review this uh, podcast on iTunes, I would very much appreciate it. It would help tremendously. All right, that's all and that's that, goddammit. Thank you so much for being here. I very much appreciate you listening, and I will see you next time. Well, I won't see you. You'll hear me next time is what I mean. You'll hear me next time. That sounds fucking stupid. All right, bye. Bye.